Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. everybody. Welcome to Rooted Deep. And this is our part two series of just studying the book, not the book of Ruth. We're actually studying the life of Naomi Mm -hmm. Um, in the book of Ruth. We have, um, we've done a Bible, we've done a study of, uh, of Nehemiah. We really loved that. Um, But this Naomi is so different from, you know, from the success story of of Nehemiah. And I just, I love kind of getting down to these details um, of just this one person and kind of looking at it um, from her perspective. So we're going to dive right in because last week we kind of ended, we tried to end on a positive note. Right. And if you weren't <laughs> listening to last week, we started off with death, famine, sick people, yeah. destruction, yeah. people saying goodbye. And, um, and we tried to find the light at the end of that chapter. And we did, um, mm-hmm. with Naomi and we, and we were hoping that we were kind of like, um, trying to hope, get that she, she saw it. Um, because she was talking about how the Lord had um, dealt so bitterly with her and yeah. she was full. She had left full and now she was empty. And we're like, wait, no, I mean, you're not, you're not empty. Hang on a minute. And uh, yeah. so we're going to pick up with in chapter two with that. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, I find it interesting that there's a lot of studies have been done that talk about the greatest stressors on your life. Mm. And one of those is moving. Yeah. Interestingly enough, mm-hmm. one of those is the loss of a child. In fact, it's mm. number one the loss of a child, the loss of a spouse. And so, I mean, chapter one, we've got Naomi experiencing all of the greatest stressors in life, all within a series of 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and a loss of money too. I know that that's one of the things that we're worried about. Um, And, and it's so interesting to just watch her transform um, throughout that first chapter and just, She's really trying to hold it together uh, for her daughter-in-law, and then she's yeah. like, "Never mind. I'm bitter. I'm I'm tired. I there's not I have nothing left to give. So don't hang around with me." And and Ruth um, Ruth continues to just be be just cling to her and promise um, yeah. that she's not going to leave her. She still has family. And so we ended the chapter with Ruth, uh, with Naomi just saying, "I'm empty," and we're looking at her. No, you're not. You have a daughter-in-law, a daughter yeah. that's yeah. going to be with you. And, right. you, and you came at, you came home just in time for the harvest. And that's yeah. where we're going to pick up. That's in, where we um, pick up. Yeah. In chapter two. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty exciting because, you know, the God made a provision um, in the law for widows and yeah. for those that were poor. And, um, and so Naomi is now back in Bethlehem. She's back in with her people. And she understands the culture and she understands the laws of God and she understands mm-hmm. the provision that's there for her. And so she explains these. I'm sure these are some of these are new to Ruth, right? Yeah. So yeah. she kind of explains, okay, we have this, we have this practice here um, that if you're poor, you can go to the corners of the fields and the gleaners will leave something behind and you mm-hmm. can grab something from that and we can make bread from that. So she says, basically she sends now Ruth out and says, go to a field and go to the corners and see, you know, who will let you, they they had a limit. The law had a limit. You could only, Mm. you could so many at one field and only so many times could you go to the same field. And so she's like, 
you know, you're going to have to navigate this, but harvest is here. So there's lots of fields and there are lots of people gathering to harvest. So go find a field mm-hmm. and, and go and see if you can find favor with somebody where you can bring home some food for tonight yeah. that we can yeah. actually make some things. Um, so she does. Yeah. And I think it's interesting in verse three that um, when she came and gleaned in the field after the reapers, uh, and she just kind of happened upon um, uh, a specific field belonging to Boaz. And Boaz has already been introduced at the beginning of the story. But yep. I think it's interesting because we know those of us who have been have read the Bible, those of us who have had our eyes opened yep. by what like what you said, by grace, um, and we can see when is it a happenstance? Or is this, um, is this, is this God? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think what is so cool about this is even the way it's set up, we know that God is leading the steps of these two women. He's not forgotten them. Right. Um, he, he loves them. He cares about them. He knows the pain they've gone through. Uh, you know, last week you even mentioned, um, Martha having the courage to look at the Lord and say, if you'd been here my brother wouldn't have died. You know, Mary makes that same statement to yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And what is so incredible, I think about that is that in the shortest verse in all of the Bible, yeah. Jesus is weeping at the tomb of a man that he knows he's getting ready to raise from the dead. Right. Why yeah. is Jesus weeping when he knows what he's getting ready to do? He's already mm-hmm. told his disciples. So he, this yeah. is, he knows he's deal. weeping because of the pain and the hurt of the people. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we don't have a God who doesn't care about us. Right. We have to remember this. We don't have mm-hmm. a God who's who who doesn't who has no compassion. This is a God who we serve a God who loves us. Right. And even in our in our pain and difficulties, he weeps with us when yeah. when he knows he's there's a plan in place and, and that's yeah. a plan that's gonna do good for us. But it mm-hmm. still doesn't mean he doesn't cry with us and weep with right. us when we're hurting. And exactly. So, and he has not forgotten, like you said. <gasps> it's he he's just starting this story. He has not forgotten oh. these two women. And, yeah. and I think that's so important to when you're in these moments, because we, we talked about it last week when we're in these moments where we're like, life did not, does not look like what I wanted it to look like, or life right. does not look, it's taken a turn that none of us were expecting. Yeah. At, can I still see God's hand? And, uh, and sometimes you have to look pretty hard for it. Uh, and yeah. sometimes oh. you just have to go back to the Bible and understand no. his character so that you can see his hand work in your life. But he's, he's all over the place. He's especially in these first three, three or four uh, verses in this in chapter two. Yeah. He's all over the place. Yeah. So so we know that Ruth shows up to a field that just happens to be a relative. And yeah. why is that a big deal? Well, you know, in in the Bible culture and among the Jewish people, if you're a relative, you have responsibility to your yeah. relatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, this is you know blood, and therefore blood has responsibility. And so, but Ruth has no idea. This is, this is, she, this guy's related. She's doing her thing. But suddenly then in the next few verses, Mm -hmm. we have this beautiful transaction between Boaz and Ruth. As Ruth starts off in the corners, Boaz catches a glimpse of her and says, who is this person? I don't recognize her. Where did she come from? And the foreman at the crew says, hey, listen, this is Ruth's daughter-in-law, you know, the Moabite woman that everybody's been talking about. This is her. She's in town. Yeah. And then Boaz realizes, okay, wait a minute. That means this is, this is part of my responsibility. And so he steps up and man, you're talking about generosity here, right? He goes over and above. He, he moves her out of the corners and with the, with the poor 
and he puts her in the line with his employees. Mm -hmm. He instructs her to have food, to drink water, to take a break when they do. He instructs his men, look, she is now officially one of my employees. Don't you harass her. Don't you touch her. He provides protection. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, and the things that I just love, he tells some of the guys, drop some on purpose. Yeah. If she's behind you, you drop extra, which these guys would have been fired for dropping extra. And so you know that this they're scratching these guys are scratching their head like do what yeah. you want me to drop extra but yeah be intentional drop some mm-hmm. extra so Boaz all of a sudden steps in and all and does this great generous thing mm-hmm. um, for Ruth and ultimately for Naomi right exactly and we can see number one we can see uh, God work at the beginning just in the happenstance of but even before that. Months before, there was a there there began a good harvest because mm-hmm. this harvest was not it didn't just happen. Oh, Naomi, uh, Naomi comes home. Oh, let's let's make sure there's a good harvest this year. God prepared that ahead of time. Yeah. And m- one of my favorite chapters in the Bible is Psalm 139, where he goes before and he also comes yep. behind, and he's preparing all of that. So even in the harvest that was. That, that when they planted months ago and now they're coming and it was a good year this year, it looks like this was a really good year. Good um, harvest, yeah. Good harvest. But that, I mean, God's hand was in that a long time before. And again, yes. if you understand that, if you understand the character of God and you understand that time does not constrain him. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, there's been there's been times when I'm like, listen, I'm going to pray about this because I know that you've already been working on it, but mm-hmm. I, you know, and I can because I know and I've read the scripture and I and sometimes I need to be reminded, I can trust that his hands already been there and mm-hmm. his his harvest was already planted before Ruth needed the bread. Absolutely. And, and God's got a plan for both of these women's lives. That's much bigger than either one of them can imagine right now, because I'm imagining Naomi sitting at home, probably a little worried. Mm -hmm. Is Ruth going to find a place? Yeah. I I would say that would be a worry. Mm -hmm. She's a foreigner. Yeah. Is she going to be received? Are are they going to rebuke her? Are they going to push her away? Is she going to be harassed? Uh, Worse than that? Is she going to be harmed in some way? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, is anybody going to leave? Is she going to have any food when she comes home? Will there be any grain that we can make bread out of and we can do yeah. something with? So I imagine that Naomi is having to sit at home, hoping and, and praying that this goes well for Ruth while Ruth is out here to do the work. And yeah. suddenly, man, Boaz generosity overflows. And, and in verse 10 of chapter two, she's like, why are you doing this for me? Right. Yeah. Why? Why are you being nice to me? I'm a foreigner. So mm-hmm. Ruth knows the challenges that are in front of her. And she knows that she already knows that there's some favor already. Cause she's like, I don't see all these, everybody else kind of getting the same, the same, treatment, no. you know, no, absolutely. And Boaz tells her in verse 11, which I just love. He said, look, I've heard about your love and your care and your concern mm-hmm. for your mother-in-law. All right. So my relative Naomi, I've heard of that since the death of your husband. And therefore I'm going to be a blessing. And this is what I love these words. Boaz doesn't say it's all about me. In verse 12, he said, the Lord repay you Mm. for what you have done. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think there's times, Allison, I feel like God is against me. And maybe in chapter one, there's a, there's an element where we felt like Naomi felt that way. Maybe Mm. God is against me. Yeah. But Boaz makes this declarative statement 
God is not against you. God mm-hmm. is actually going to, he uses this word repay or pay you mm-hmm. back. Um, it, yeah. It's that concept of God is going to, God is, God knows where you've been. Mm-hmm. He knows what you're doing. He knows what you're, where you're at right now. And God is, God is going to take care of your, of your goodness in the middle of difficult places. Yeah. And I think we can't forget that because God right. sees how we go through difficulty and he yeah. understands it. And God has a, he's, God is a good God. And yes. so he said, yeah. a full reward, Boaz says mm-hmm. full reward is going to be given to you by who? By the Lord, the God of Israel, under mm-hmm. whose wings, one of my favorite verses in the whole book of Ruth, yeah. under whose wings you have come to take refuge. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, man, I just think this is so powerful because God does have a plan for these women and, and maybe they could kind of see it. Maybe they couldn't see it at all, but they're beginning Hope is beginning to, the light is beginning to, to, mm-hmm. to turn on and yeah. the sun is coming up and darkness mm-hmm. is starting to push away to the corners. Right. And where does that rest? It's in the God that they have. Yeah. God is their only refuge and yeah. they've leaned into that and look what's happening. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, and if you think about, I, I don't know if you've ever been with a Debbie Downer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because I yes. feel like at the end of for, of the first chapter, Noemi I've probably been a Debbie been, Downer. Every me now too. And then. Yeah, absolutely. Right, yeah. Um, Noemi, Naomi is just a big fat Debbie Downer, and poor <laughs> Ruth has really got a lot of work ahead because she's like, "I promised to be with you. I promised that we are we are inseparable." But girl, you are getting on my last nerve with all of this—the yeah. affliction of the Almighty and all of that—and. And so Ruth, thankfully, I love it. gets that reward first of seeing, okay, she gets to see that hope because she's like, okay, yeah. this is, this was hard. This is not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Na- yeah. And Naomi told me I was going to, you know, tell me where to go. And now all of a sudden I'm getting this bounty. So she gets to see it first, yeah. you know, and then she gets to come home and show it to, so she's probably not just for the bounty, but she's probably like, oh good, this is going to put my mom-in-law in a good mood. And I really am going to need that today because she's yeah. a little bit. A little bit of a Debbie Downer lately. Oh yeah, and you know, I think it's a funny part of the story. I would have loved to have been a little, a little butterfly uh, flitting around with Ruth as she journeys home, because mm-hmm. obviously Naomi's expecting her to come home with a small bag, yeah. if they're lucky, of grain, mm-hmm. and she actually comes home with extra. So she's yeah. got way more than she's supposed to have, mm-hmm. and so she walks in the door, yeah. and, and Naomi, I can almost see her face. Where did you glean today? Okay. Somehow you didn't get the right instructions. You know, where right. in the world did you get all of this stuff? Mm-hmm. And it's a great, where have you worked? I mean, immediately the questions. Yeah. Because then she says these words, blessed be the man mm-hmm. who took notice of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so she immediately realizes, wait a minute, mm-hmm. this is yeah. too much. Yeah. And yeah, and ex- thankfully, because we were like, is, Noah, is Naomi going to see, um, is she going to see that she's not empty? Is she going to see that there is a harvest? And thankfully, pretty quickly, she catches on. Oh. Um, and and that's what, this is what we've been saying all along. And this is why Ruth in the first chapter is like, your God is going to be my God. Yeah. Because Ruth, there was something in Noemi's life who had taught Ruth about yeah. the God of Israel. And so she's like, yeah, I, I, I hear it. But now I get to see it firsthand and I'm going to watch Naomi see it again, because yes. I, I don't know how many times we have to be retaught the same lesson Absolutely. that he is the God of harvest. He is the God of, um, 
he is the God in the, in the shadows that is just guiding us, you know, to happen upon this or that this is happening. Um, he is that God, but I feel like we have to kind of relearn that over and over again. Yeah, there, there's no question. And, and, and I think it's an important thing because when hope does break through, and I think yeah. we're starting to see hope mm-hmm. break through in the story, Ruth recognizes it. And then mm-hmm. she shares with Naomi, look, I was in this field by this guy by the name of Boaz. And now all of a sudden, I think when we start to see Naomi's wheels, hope mm-hmm. really breaks through because Naomi realizes, wait a minute, Boaz is related to me. He's mm-hmm. a kinsman. Yeah. And she probably also knows that he's single. Yeah. So he, he's, he's not only What a else kinsman, is she going to do? Ruth is out gleaning the fields. What's Naomi going to do? Right. She, he's single. And it's interesting because we get to the very last, you know, next to the last verse. And she says, mm-hmm. it is good, mm-hmm. my daughter, yeah. that you go out and, and, you know, you get suddenly, you get this glimmer of hope in mm-hmm. the eyes of Naomi as she says, you know what, this, it's good. It, yeah. it was bitter in yeah. chapter one. And now yeah. we get a little bit of movement to yeah. it. This is good. Yeah. This is good. And, and we're going to see 20, it move more yeah. later. Yeah. And in verse 20, she says, um, because in verse, you know, in chapter one, she's like, I'm afflicted of the almighty. I'm afflicted. The Lord has wrought, has wrought bitterness with me um, yeah. to me. But then all of a sudden this phrase, blessed <laughs> be he of the Lord who have not left off his kindness to the living and More to the dead. dead. And yep. I think that's just so fascinating. She did an about face as far as, okay, yeah. now I recognize it. And I think that's beautiful because we need to, again, we need to relearn it. Oh, absolutely. Cause I think the struggle is real, right? The struggle is real for all of us. We, we, in our hurt and our pain, we say things we don't mean. We say things that we feel things that aren't real. We feel things that are really not substantiated and, and in our hurt and our pain. But then as we move forward, I think what we immediately do is we are somewhere, if we're rooted in, in the right things and we're, are, we're built on the rock, it comes back to us. And we're like, no, wait a minute. God is good. He does care. And therefore, look what he's doing. And this is awesome. And we're, you know, God does, hasn't forsaken us. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's how we want to say to you, right? If you're listening, yeah. you know. Exactly. It's, it's saying, you know, it's, it's not a problem, Martha and Mary to say, okay, we recognize your power. If you had been here, our, our brother wouldn't have died. Right. It's, it's not a problem to say those words, but you've got to say them to the right person. So <laughs> saying them directly to Jesus is that's that you go straight to the source, you know? Um, but then also understanding, however, I do know, you know, I do know that you are the resurrection and the life. And so, yeah, he's going to, so even though I'm hurting now, Martha said, even though I'm hurting now, I know my brother's going to raise, um, in the, you know, in the, in the last days, I know that, and I'm going to try to take some comfort out of that for right now. That's where I am right now, you know? Um, and, and Naomi is the same way. I'm really trying to see the Lord here. Um, but then she sees him immediately. Bless be, bless be he of the Lord and, and recognizing that it's okay. It's okay to feel that pain. Yeah. It's, but you've got to have that again, that rooted in, in trusting his character and trusting his love for you and trusting that he is still working on your behalf. And he has not forgotten it. And this has, he did not leave off his kindness to the living or to the dead. In other words, he's still taking care of this entire family. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we'll see that family, you know, that family connection later too. Oh, no, absolutely. So, you know, if you're listening today and, and maybe, you, you know, you're in the middle of this time in your life, mm-hmm. this, this time when it's a lot of pain and a lot of hurt and a lot of sorrow and you can't see good and you're not sure where God's at right now. Yeah. Uh, I just want to encourage you um, to look for him. Mm-hmm. Look for him in the little things in your life. Right. And he's not left you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, and then not only look for him, but I think, be a woman of faith, be a man of faith right now, Mm -hmm. lean into the fact that God is bigger than my circumstance. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. He is the resurrection and the life. Mm -hmm. And so therefore God can, God can bring something out of nothing. He can bring life out of death. God can work and is, and here's the big thing. I think not just God can work. God is working. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he is working on your behalf. He really is. And so look, look, uh, mm-hmm. lift up your eyes, look around and see where the light's breaking through for you, because God is doing some things. Um, maybe not, you know, nobody, they didn't, nobody came and said you won the lottery, right? Right. Yeah. They, yeah. And this was, that's one of the things they didn't, they didn't come home to, uh, oh, a, a piece of land that they didn't know they owned. Yeah. Um, they came home to, Hey, there's some corn in the corner of a field there. Go get some, you know, it wasn't. Yeah. It's yeah. not necessarily going to be um, yeah. exactly how we want it to be, but that's again, that's I feel like we, that's where we miss if we're not looking. Yep. Uh, that's where we miss seeing God work in those tiny details. There's so many times when I've complained to my mom, or I've been, you know, and and if you've listened to our podcast when we listened when we talked to our mothers, um, mom's favorite thing to do, her favorite pieces of advice are <laughs> need free, you need to, you need to drink more water. Everybody needs yes. to drink more water. Right. And then you yeah. also need to be grateful. You need to, you need every, to be if thankful. I'm, yep. you, if I'm upset about something she, and she'll come into the workshop and tell the women, and these women are in difficult circumstances. And she's right. like, you always have three things that you can write down that you'd be thankful for. And, yep. and they're looking at her like, no. And then she makes them write these three things down. But when you start seeing even these mm-hmm. tiny little things that God is doing, then all of a sudden you see, you, you begin to see bigger. Your eyes are more and more open yep. to seeing him work everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we're, our prayer for you today is wherever you're at, yep. um, you can trust him. Start to look around and see what mm-hmm. God is doing and, and find him in the little places. Yeah. And uh, not necessarily big, mm-hmm. but just a bigger sack of grain. Yeah. Uh, a favor, favor in a field. Mm-hmm. and look for God for your own favor in your own field. And, yeah. and they don't know the end of their story yet. They don't know it's all going to work out. But what mm-hmm. they do know is in the moment, God has provided. Right. And so I think that's what we all have to kind of look for is God providing in the moment. Well, man, this has been good. I can't wait till next week to talk about the rest of Naomi's story because it only gets better and better and better right. uh, from this point. So uh, so hopefully you're, maybe you're reading along with us. Please do join us next week on Rooted Deep as we continue to talk about the fascinating woman that Naomi was. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.